You are listening to the Pacific Northwest Triathlon and Cycling Report on Over the Top Cycling with Anique Chalier, and I'm George Thomas here in Boulder, Colorado. Anique, we've got a pretty interesting guest tonight, wouldn't you say? I would say so. We have Lindsay Jackson, who happens to be one of my teammates from the Athletes Lounge cycling team, and she's fresh off competing at the Xterra World Championship race in uh, Maui, I believe, Hawaii. So um, I can't wait to hear all about uh, her experience there and how she got to, to be at that race. Um, it's a really great story, and I'm excited for us to share it with your listeners. So, Lindsay, um, I'm curious. So the, when was the race? It was, yes, was it yes, yesterday now? Or no, it was Sunday? It was Sunday. Sunday, okay. Sunday. Days are blending together for me. Um, tell us about how, how it went. Um, you know, the, the race itself went, went well in a lot of respects, um, not in the way that I was hoping, um, as far as where I, I finished. Um, but there were, there were so many good things that, that I learned out of the race. Um, and I, I think that's easy to say when you don't have the race that you want. Um, you know, you try to stay positive, but really looking back and reflecting, um, on things that, that happened during that race and comparing it to how I would have reacted a year ago had those things happened. I can, I can see some definite progress. Um, it was fun. It was one of those races where um, it was just a really fun, laid-back vibe the entire time. Um, and I really enjoyed myself. And yeah. when things were really, really looking dark, <laughs> um, I was still having fun. You know, I, I knew I wasn't going to finish where I wanted to, but it was still a, a really fun experience. So tell us a little bit. So Xterra, what, uh, what kind of a triathlon is that for those who aren't aware? So it's off-road triathlon. Um, it's still an open water swim. The bike is mountain biking, and the run is done on trails. And are the distances pretty comparable to like an Olympic distance triathlon, or is it something else? No, they're pretty comparable to Olympic distance. Each race, each venue has um, their own variation. Um, the bike usually ranges anywhere from 15 to 20 miles. And the run, everyone that I've done has been a 10K, I believe. Um, some are a little bit longer. But, yeah, for the most part, it's Olympic distance. Okay. And had, and I would guess since it's an off-road event, like the conditions can really vary uh, race to race, location to location, even if you're at the same location, it can look quite different depending on what kind of weather has occurred there, I would think. Had you been to this For event sure. location before? No, no. I, I've never been to Hawaii. Um, oh, cool. And, and coming to Maui, um, you know, the biggest thing that, that freaked me out coming in was the stories I'd heard about the eight-foot swells in the ocean and trying to swim through that. Um Turns out race day, we had a, a really a calm sea. It was great. Um, but I, I really hadn't prepared for the heat and humidity. That was a game changer. Oh, how, how hot did it get? I think it only got uh, probably 85 to 87 degrees, but it was, it was so humid. I mean, you got on the bike and within minutes you were just dripping with sweat. It was, it was pretty gnarly. Oh, man. Big change from Portland's <laughs> weather, I bet. 
Right. Yeah, exactly. Rainy and muddy. No, not here. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, wait just a minute. I'm, I'm trying to picture you all body surfing in at the end of the swim. <laughs> no? <laughs> it was, um, the way that they do it um, here is they sent the pro men off, and then I think a minute later sent the pro women off, then they sent the age group men off, and five minutes later sent the age group women off. So most of the age group women caught up with the age group men in the swim, but it wasn't, it was a really nice swim. We were pretty spread out. Um, nothing like I've experienced in like an Ironman triathlon or, or anything like that. So it wasn't this huge congestion of just bodies rolling in from the ocean onto the beach. It was pretty nice. So you've done um, an ocean-based uh, swim-type triathlon before? With Ironman, um, I have. Okay. Yeah, in uh, Ironman, Florida. Um, yeah, I guess that would have been my only ocean swim. Okay. The other ones were lakes. Yeah. Um, I can and, imagine and there, the water was always like glass. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Um, and so, how big is this event? I mean, this is World's Championship, so. You have people from races that have occurred all over the world um, come to this event as as having qualified. Is that kind of how it works? Yeah, there were uh, on Sunday there were 800 racers from 43 different countries, and um, they had they were saying that we had more countries represented than the Olympics do, or than yeah the Olympics, the triathlon in Olympics. Um, So that was pretty cool, meeting people from all over. There were a ton of um, Kiwis and Australians, a lot of folks from the UK, um, big group from like Chile, from Guam. It was pretty cool. That is really neat. Did you know anybody else who was going to be there? Um, I didn't, no. Um, There were people that, there was a a Facebook forum uh, created for uh, for worlds, and so once you joined that, you kind of got to know people, who, whether they were looking for housing or, or whatever. And and so I met a few people that way, and and ran into them here at the event. But um, prior to that, no, I didn't know anyone. Oh wow! Now, how so, do you qualify for this? Um, so there in the in the U.S. there are four. Gosh. You got me on this one. There's either four or six um, regional races uh, throughout the U.S. where you can qualify. And um, I qualified up in Kansas and Victoria, and that was kind of a, a fluke. Um, I originally, my husband and I were supposed to compete in an, an event in Boise. It didn't have any Maui slots. Um, and when that got canceled, we thought, oh, well, you know, we'll do Victoria. It's not much further of a drive and it's about the same time um and that just happened to have Maui slots and um unbeknownst to me I placed first in my age group at that race and I I didn't know until they we got to the awards and they told me I I got a ticket to Maui um and was that your first exterior race it was (laughs) yeah it was um it was pretty amazing (laughs) That is incredible. I'm sorry, but I let's just pause there and take that in. That is incredible, uh, an, an accomplishment. Thanks. Yeah. 
And so how many more Xterras have you done since that qualifying race before you did Worlds? Um, two. I did, so I did that one, and then I did um, Xterra Portland, and then I went to Nationals in Utah, um, and then came here. So wow. I'm hoping next year to do a, a lot more um, if, if I can get travel figured out, but... Right, because are they all kind of uh, spread out all across the country a little bit there? I mean, there's there's just the one Portland one, and as opposed to, like, other Olympic distance triathlons, you'll have a whole bunch in this area that you can right. go do in the course of a summer. It, it, I don't get the impression that Xterra works quite the same way. Yeah, it's, there were several more in the Pacific Northwest a couple of years ago. Um, up in Washington, there were a few, and... There was actually one Eastern Oregon, LeGrand, uh, that was really yeah. awesome. Yeah, some friends um, were talking about that one. Yeah. Yeah, and they just, they, people stopped, um, you know, the race directors, there was so much put on them to put on the event, um, and they just got tired of it, and there was no one to hand it off to. Um, and Xfair is really pushing more for international venues, Um so, and that's great. I understand that, but um, when you're when you're on a budget, <laughs> it kind of sucks. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, there's there's some in Boise, there's some in uh, one Vegas, a couple down in Southern California. So it's doable. Yeah, not bad places to visit, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I've right, got exactly. a question for you. <laughs> uh, you are listening to the Pacific Northwest Triathlon Cycling Report. With Anique Chalier, George Thomas, we're visiting with Lindsay Jackson talking Xterra World Championships. Lindsay, one of the first things you said was that you didn't meet your goals. I'm thinking you had three Xterra races going into the World Championships. What were your goals? <laughs> um, my goal was actually to, to finish in the top ten um, in my age group. And I, I really believed that, that that was possible. And due to, um, <laughs> due to not thinking about some gearing on my bike and what I would need, um, and I think not being acclimated to the heat, that was a huge factor. Um, but, yeah, I really, I really felt like I could, I could break the top ten. So that this was, was really a learning experience for you because – you've seen now what you have to do to uh, prepare to break the top 10 and uh, you must be really looking forward to next year already. I'm so excited for the, the season to start again. Um, I know I need to take a break and enjoy the off season, um, but I'm already looking ahead to the calendars and what events I want to do and, and just get back here next year. That's a really um, impressive feat in and of itself for being done with the tri season of whatever stripe it is to already be looking forward to the next season. Cause I know from my experience, it's like, whew, done. <laughs> so I'm, I'm wowed by your um, excitement. <laughs> um, is, is the world championship always in Maui? So like, did you, is this a, have you previewed what kind of course you're going to have next year or is it in a different location? a really good question. It has always been in Maui. This is the, um, the 20th anniversary of it. Um, they have moved it. It used to be further south, um, and I don't know why they moved it to, to where it is now. 
on the northern tip of Maui at, at Kapalua. Um, and they know the course now is on private property. Mm-hmm. So it's not a, um, like a, a true mountain bike course. I mean, they, they kind of mow down some, some stuff in the farm and up hills and along ridge lines and, and things like that to make the course. Um, and I don't know what kind of contract they have, what kind of agreement they have, um, or how long that lasts. But as far as I know, um, we can count on being here next year. That's great. So the gearing that you uh, expressed some concern about, uh, you'll be able to <laughs> make adjustments for for next year, hopefully. Definitely, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so are, you're going to be enjoying the off season now. I have an interest in this to a certain extent. Does this mean that you'll be joining us back again for cyclocross racing? It does. I'm so excited for that. <laughs> I'm so excited to race cross as much as I want, not have to worry about how I'm going to feel the next day. Right, because you've been training in all three disciplines this entire fall so far, so that's really taken away what energy you could be uh, pouring into the full cyclocross racing season, hasn't it? Yeah, it really has. I'd, had, I'd hoped to, to do both uh, the A's and single speed this season and just racing the A's was plenty. I mean, shoot, doing the A's once every two weeks was plenty. Um, so I'm hoping to jump back into to both categories when I come back. Excellent news. Well, we're, we're going to be <laughs> happy to have you back there. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yes. Um, and so, uh, so next up, you're going to be r- ramping up for training after cyclocross season's over. Um, do you work with a coach to kind of get, uh, you prepared for the season or is this kind of your own self-guided tour? Oh God, no, it's not my own self-guided tour. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I work with a coach, uh, her name's Sarah Barkley and this is my first year with her. I started with her in January. Um, so this will be my, my first off season with her, but she's been phenomenal, just phenomenal. Um, you know, she kind of, she knows me and she knows, um, how my body responds to things and she knows when to kind of let me go and when to reel me back in. I, I really appreciate that. I really need that. Yeah. Sometimes we need help, uh, turning things up and turning things down as it were when, uh, when we're training, don't we? (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Still learning to listen to my body. So that's very need cool. a, a third party to help me out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. Um, well, wow. That is so cool. I, I really think that you should be super proud of yourself for what you've accomplished. Uh, having gotten to worlds on your first try at an Xterra race is pretty mind blowing. Um, and (laughs) I mean, I know, I I know you might not have been as as excited about the outcome necessarily, but you know, like they often say, it's the journey is, uh, it's, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. So, um, hopefully you have, uh, gained a lot from the process of going through the exterior race this year and, and the world championships and preparing you for next year to totally dominate and, uh, kick some serious ass. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That I would love that. I really would. Um, I have learned a lot. It's been, it's been one hell of a year. It's been great. 
Very um, lucky. Yeah. Well, we're all, we're all rooting for you here in Portland, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like uh, Lindsay needs to have a pair of Stars and Stripes panache socks. I think she does, George. I think she does. Wait a minute. Say that again? <laughs> a what? Stars and Stripes panache socks. For representing <laughs> the U.S. at the World Championship. Exactly. Yes. yes. <laughs> awesome. Lindsay Jackson, thank you very much for joining us. It's been great visiting with you. Anique, really appreciate it. Always fun to co-host with you. Yeah, it's a pleasure getting to chat, chat with my, my dear friends. <laughs> You've been listening to the Pacific Northwest Triathlon and Cycling Report over the top cycling in Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas.